What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Checkerboard Chat, the official sports podcast of the Daily Beacon, and we are here to ring in a new year. I'm Corey Sanning, the sports editor, alongside Noah Taylor, my, the other sports editor, and we're here to preview the Georgia State game and talk about the Tennessee football season. All right, Noah. Well, as we just said before, we are here to discuss Tennessee's first game, which comes up this Saturday against Georgia State at Neyland Stadium. They're opening up a new season, year two under Jeremy Pruitt. What are you looking forward to this year out of this team now that they've had a year to mesh, a year to develop some chemistry that maybe we didn't see last year? Well, I'm looking to see the guys that have stepped up that had very impressive seasons last year, guys like Elante Taylor, um, for example, who we were talking about earlier. Um, guys like that, this wide receiving core that's gotten a lot of hype, a lot of experience mm -hmm. on that unit. Uh, not sure about how the offensive line will look. I know they've recruited well up there, brought in two five-stars in the 2019 class. But how will Jarrett Garantano do? He, I mean, you look at him uh, statistically, and he's one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. Mm -hmm. I know that's hard to believe because he spends a lot of time, you know, running for his life behind Absolutely. that offensive line. He spent a lot of time doing that last year and the year before. Yeah, he did. Uh, but he's got a lot of weapons to work with if he can, you know, plant his feet and get the ball off. I think the defense should be improved. Got a lot of depth on the defensive line. I'm looking to see, we've heard, heard a little bit of hype about these positions. I'm looking to see if they can come through with that because we've seen a lot of hype with this Absolutely. program before. Absolutely. And we haven't seen them come through with it. So that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most this year. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. Games aren't won on paper, and I think that's what a lot of Tennessee fans have to be patient with. Yes, this receiving core is talented. Yes, they have experience. I mean, you have Jawan Jennings who has arguably one of the most iconic moments in Tennessee football history, catching that Hail Mary against Georgia. Marquez Callaway has come on the last two years. And you also have Josh Palmer, who's a physical specimen in his right. own right. And, and like you said, games are not won on paper. It's going to be interesting to see. Now, Georgia State might not present the biggest right. challenge for the Vols. Right. You know, it's a typically, you know, first week that you don't play the toughest opponents, and they obviously don't start SEC play, SEC play until week four when they travel down to Gainesville, right. and that's going to be a tough matchup with the Florida Gators. And you hit on it earlier. This new uh, this offense is completely revamped yeah, this season. They absolutely. have brought in Jim Chaney's back. Georgia averaged almost 39 points a game under right. him last year, and we're really maybe a few mistakes away from going to the from claiming the SEC championship absolutely. in Atlanta. What are you expecting out of Chaney in this offense, and how do you think that will translate to Jarrett Garantano's success, as you mentioned earlier? Well, you know that's the thing I'm I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, he's been here. They hired Chaney in. Uh, January I believe mm -hmm. and so he's been here for a while he was here in the spring but we haven't got to see it on the field yet you know the nope. spring game obviously they're not going to show you too much nothing at fan day either exactly <laughs> and you, you've heard a lot of good things about the relationship that he has from both of them Cheney's talked about his relationship with Garantano Garantano's talking about his relationship with Cheney Pruitt has talked about you know how much he appreciates Cheney how impressed he is with him everybody around the program now of course, everybody's going to talk positive about their hire, you know, about, about their assistant coach, <laughs> about their quarterback. But, uh, you know, I, I, being around practice, being around these media availabilities, I feel like there's definitely confidence there. I don't, I don't think Pruitt and, and Garantano and Chaney are just paying at lip service. I think they absolutely uh, believe that, you know, this is going in the right direction. This thing's going in the right direction. They're confident that they can go out on the field and, and put together an offense that moves the ball that scores something they struggled with last year under Tyson Helton very much. Uh, but that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most, really, about this team. And we touched on the defense. Yeah, the defense returned some talent. But I, I want to see how good this offense is under Jim Chaney. Because at Georgia, you, see, you mentioned it. I mean, he was a game away from a college football playoff last year. Absolutely. They were a, a 
third or second and forever from winning a national championship in 2017 against Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not going to have those tools. No. He's not going to have not an Elijah Holyfield in the backfield. He's not going to have a Nick Chubb in the backfield, a Jake Fromm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what he does. Because his, his previous tenure here with, with Derek Dooley, I know that was a, a hard time for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But, Flo- but Tennessee didn't but struggle. They points. Right. They didn't struggle scoring or moving the ball. No, they did not. Um, now, he, still, that was, a ta- that was a talented offense. There's some very talented pieces on this offense. So they may not replicate what, what he did at Georgia <laughs> first, you know, right off the bat. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if there's improvement as the year goes on. No, you hit the nail right on the head. And speaking of Cheney and Garantano, Garantano had this to say regarding their relationship at, at, at Fan Day in, back in August. Take a look. We've changed the whole offense, and it's really quarterback-driven and a lot of protection stuff, a lot of defense looks. You know, there's a lot of things. Going. I'm very happy that he's the coach. And just going back to that, it's He's really helped me out, helped my game out a lot. And Noah, we just heard Garantano talk about how much he says Cheney's helped him as a, you know, grow, not only, not only help Tennessee grow as an offense, but help him grow as a player. And you hit the nail right on the head earlier when we were talking about this. And you said, results aren't going to be easily replicable. This is right, not a championship right. situation like exactly. it was at Georgia. This is not where they're expecting to win nine to possibly 11 games in that right. range. Now, this is a team that could, you know, they could struggle a bit offensively trying to oh, find yeah. their identity at first. Right. And when it comes to the stuff like that, you have to be able to be consistent, be patient, and be able to work on it. You've seen, we've seen that in practice. We've seen them go at it. We've seen Cheney speak. But we're going to go on to a different aspect of the offense. T. Martin is back in Knoxville now. Right. He said, and like he said earlier, he's back here full time for the first time since you know they were hoisting that trophy up yeah. in Atlanta, in Arizona all those years ago. Right. What do you think he's brought to the offense so far? We've heard all the receivers talk about what the his mentality, but what do you think he's going to bring in terms of benefits on the field and potentially in that locker room? Oh yeah, I mean it's it, for those guys, it's got to be really cool. I mean, you they they go to Jeremy Pruitt mentioned this the other day. Coaches, players, they drive by this campus, on this campus every day, and there's a street named after the guy. Absolutely. He won them a national championship, like you said. He won them an SEC title, and he's back. And having that knowledge, not just the X's and O's knowledge, because I think, you know, talking about what he would bring, I mean, obviously the the football stuff is there. I mean, he's got a really good resume. He had a successful tenure, I think, as as an offensive coordinator and, and as an assistant coach at USC when he was there. I know things fell off there last year, and they had to do some rehiring and on their staffs, but you know the guy's been in the coaching game for a long time, and he, he knows what it's like. He knows the standard, the championship standard that Tennessee used to have back in the days when it was, you win the SEC championship, and that's you know that's your goal. You know, Absolutely. it's not just to win six, seven games. I think to have a guy like that on his staff uh, that understands what it takes to be that here in Knoxville is huge, and I think it'll benefit them in that regard. And I absolutely think his knowledge is going to benefit them. What what he's learned and. I mean, look at the guys he coached at USC at absolutely. receiver and things like that. They were the number great, one ranked offense for some time. Absolutely. Great skill set out there with some of the guys he coached. So bringing that knowledge here as well is going to, I think, really be beneficial for Tennessee's receiving core. And we're going to move on from the offensive side of the ball, which I know everyone's excited about. I'm sure they'll be excited to see what the product looks like on Saturday. But we're going to move on to the defense because mm-hmm. Tennessee had some bright spots last year defensively. You know, you have a good secondary that's led by, you know, senior Nigel Warrior, Elante Taylor. You saw how much muscle yeah. he packed on this offseason. And then you have a decent front seven. What are your expectations for that group, particularly with their new coaching staff moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing they're very – Pruitt's mentioned this a lot, too. I mean, there's been confidence at these press conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, he's confident. He sounds confident. He sounds like 
he really kind of believes in this team and is more confident than he was a year ago absolutely. in this team. And he didn't know the team very well. And he's letting us talk to more players. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, I think that that's another sign that there's confidence in these guys. Um, he's mentioned it a lot that this defensive line doesn't have a lot of playing experience. They don't have, um, you know, that, that experience of going into an SEC game and, and going up against an SEC offensive line every single play. At the same time, there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of guys he's confident in. They took a huge hit with Emmett Gooden going down last mm -hmm, week or absolutely. a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I know that that's something they're going to have to replace and look for a replacement there. I'm interested to see who can step up in that role. Emmett Gooden, obviously, if you're a last chance U fan, he was mm -hmm. on uh, season three of that. Plenty uh, of those out there. Absolutely, the <laughs> yeah. Great show that we're plugging here. Uh, but, yeah, he was on there, and, and you saw him, and, and he came in, had some bright spots last year, and was supposed to be kind of the anchor of that defensive line. So, you know, Tennessee dealing with injuries, that's that's a tradition here now, That I is guess. a tradition, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they replace him on the defensive line. There's depth up there. There's definitely depth. There's just a lack of experience, and uh, the schedule works out in a way to where they're going to get three games, three winnable games under their belt. Absolutely, before at playing. home. At home, exactly before going to Gainesville. So that, mm -hmm. I think that'll help as well. And we just, uh, you touched on the defense and you know, I think you're doing well articulating what Tennessee needs to do and how they're, you know, how they need to do it. Let's get into some season predictions. This is yep. the fun part. This is the right. part everyone's been waiting for. Last year, five and seven, they didn't make a bowl game. They lost to Vanderbilt for the third consecutive year. Yeah. What are your expectations for this year? What's your final record? We'll both go into it momentarily. Yeah. What are you expecting this Tennessee team to be like this year? I am going to say, uh, you know, eight wins. I like eight wins. Um, seven and five would not shock me. Six and six would not shock me. But I like, I'll mention it again. I mentioned it all in the offseason. You don't go to a neutral site against Will Greer in West Virginia this year. Nope. You don't go to a neutral site and play Paul Johnson and the triple option Georgia Tech team. No, you do you not. You get Georgia State, and I know the, the way the years have gone here, you can't guarantee – that they'll go out there and post 50 on Georgia State and everything will look, and you'll be able to tell that Tennessee's back. You know, right. that, that won't happen. But uh, I like the way it sets up. I like the way you can get BYU will be a challenge. I'm, I'm really excited for that contest in week two. Um, that, that's a team that went to Wisconsin last year and beat a top five Wisconsin team at Camp Randall. So that, you know, that'll be a tough matchup, but how will they handle that? Uh, I think those are three winnable games. I think that brutal stretch with Florida, Georgia, Alabama is going to be Very, tough. Yes. Um, I, I don't see them. I, all the way the, the way Florida played last night, you know, looking at it now, I think, well, that's a team, ten, that's a beatable team, but we don't know what Tennessee looks like yet either. No, we do not. But uh, that's a, And we that's saw a, what Florida did to them in Knoxville last year. Right, exactly. I mean, if you make mistakes, and that's a Florida defense that's very opportunistic. Um, but I like, you know, outside of that stretch, uh, you, you win the games you're supposed to, which would be about five wins. You mm -hmm. beat your, your, your UABs, your yeah, BYUs, your absolutely. Chattanoogas, your Georgia States. Uh, then you beat Vanderbilt. I mean, you got to win that game. Like they you said, to. three years in a row now that they've lost Unprecedented. That game. Right. I mean, you, fans want to focus on being up there with Georgia and Alabama right now, but you've got to beat your in-state teams like Vanderbilt, your teams like South Carolina, absolutely. teams that you've traditionally dominated. Uh, so I, I th I'd say win those. And, you know, seven and five is re very realistic, but – Last year they went to Auburn, and you were at that game. They beat a, a ranked Auburn team. They mm -hmm. beat a top-10 Kentucky team at home. Yes. I don't see how they – how there's no reason they couldn't do that against Mississippi State in October. Or possibly or South Missouri, Carolina. Or Missouri or South Carolina. So I think eight wins is very realistic. Um, I, I think the offense will definitely improve with a, with a very seasoned uh, receiving core, a seasoned 
running back group with uh, guys like Tim Jordan and uh, Ty Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um, and Garantano, uh, most importantly, the anchor of that offense. You Absolutely. Know, him playing well under Jim Chaney. I think the defense is in a good spot despite some lack of experience in some areas. Uh, so I, I like eight wins. I think returning to a bowl game is a possibility, something like the Music City Bowl, the Outback Bowl. I think this will be a very good year for Tennessee compared to past few seasons. No, but compared to, yeah, you can't get any lower in terms of the doldrums that Tennessee hit in those few Absolutely. years. And I'm, I'm with you right there. I think their ceiling is eight wins. I'm going to go take a step back. I do think they will finish seven and five. And like I said, I would not be surprised if I'm wrong about that. But you look at it. Yeah. First three games. All winnable. You got Georgia State, BYU, then UT Chattanooga. You know, BYU, some will t- cause a toss-up. First game, they're selling alcohol in Neyland Stadium, by the way. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> but when it comes to these, like Florida, th- these challenges that they've had in years past, last year we saw what Florida did to Tennessee. They t- Tennessee turned the ball over five times yeah. against that Gator defense. Yeah. They cannot afford to make those mistakes this year. But you will see them make those mistakes. This is right. not going to be a quick turnaround under Jeremy Pruitt. Exactly. Obviously, you know, they've moved on from the debacle that was the end of the Butch Jones right. era. But at the same time, you're going to have games like South Carolina, Mississippi State, that you're going to have to try to steal. Right. Because those yeah. games, I mean, even though, you know, they're not on the road, it's still, it's the SEC. Right. This is the toughest conference in college football, and it, it is for a reason. Right. And one of the things that I think Tennessee needs to do, and like you said, you've touched on it before, be able to have a balanced attack on offense. You got Tim Jordan, Ty Chandler coming out of the backfield. You got Jawan Jennings, Marquis Callaway, and Josh Palmer leading that receiving core. Garantano now has another year of experience under his belt. He's packed on muscle. Yeah. The offensive line has added some beef. Oh, yeah. Don't know if Trey Smith will ever play again. That's right. an issue to be yeah. discussed another day. But I think seven wins is very realistic. Eight would not surprise me. And like you said, six would not surprise me, depending right. on what happens. But I do think Tennessee will return to a bowl game this year, like something along the lines of Music City, Belk Bowl, one of those two. Right. And, uh, you know, in terms of Jeremy Pruitt, I think, like I said, I've, I've always been sold on this being, you know, a right hire because of his mentality, his mindset. When it comes to football, he's a no-nonsense guy. So is Jim Chaney. Mm-hmm. T. Martin, from what we've seen in practice, has been the Absolutely. exact same way. Yeah. So, you know, it's going, to be a great, it's going to be a long season, obviously, but Tennessee fans have plenty of reasons to be optimistic for this team going forward. It's not like it's, it's not, certainly not going to be like last year where no. they're coming in expecting to win maybe five to six games exactly. at the most, and they ended five and seven anyway. Right. But beating Vanderbilt will be key. Beating Kentucky on the road will be key. I think they are capable of winning both of those games. Vanderbilt's got a new coaching staff. they got Derek Mason over there running that program. But Tennessee is – they, they need to get back to this to relevance. This is going to be the first step. It's going to be a small, long process, but at the same time, Tennessee fans definitely have reasons to be optimistic. And, guys, that's going to do it for our first episode of Checkerboard Chat. We hope you stay with us throughout the season as we will be traveling to all the games. Please wish us luck in our travels. And be sure to pick up a copy of the Daily Beacon football preview issue this Wednesday as well as it hits newsstands across campus. Noah, do you have anything else to add? No, looking forward to getting the season started. It's It's been a long off season. We got some college football last night, which was that great. That we did. Saturday, you know, it'll, actually Thursday night, we'll start off with Clemson and Georgia Tech and go from there. It'll be a great Ooh, weekend. Ooh, that, that'll be yeah, a good matchup. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to, to the first edition of Checkerboard Chat in the 2019-2020 school year. I'm Corey Sanning. Alongside me is my esteemed colleague and college football expert, Noah Taylor. <laughs> we'll see you next time.